Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels, and today I want to talk about how to tune up your horse after a bad run, or possibly even yourself. So, first thing you should do, let's say you went to a jackpot this weekend, and you hit a barrel, or you went wide on a couple barrels, or maybe you just blew off and didn't finish your turns, whatever it was, and it wasn't your best run, and what you're normally capable of, you need to come back and and evaluate things. Um, If you're on a young horse, it could just be, you know, the seasoning process. But if you're on an open horse or a horse that's, you know, been in that arena before, you have to look at other things. Um, So let's just take the first thing that you should be thinking about, and that is pain. Barrel horses, all horses can be high maintenance, but barrel horses especially, because They really do work hard turning those barrels, you know, running full blast and then raiding down and turning three times, you know, it's a very athletic thing and you can get sore pretty easy doing it. So you need to rule out pain and that may even be scheduling an appointment with your vet, your chiropractor, your massage therapist, maybe dental, uh, maybe your farrier. Anything can affect a competitive horse's well-being so um, that's why it's important to have a team of professionals that you trust and as a coach and a trainer I can tell you I'd rather have you do all of that before you bring them to me for a tune-up or a lesson because there's no place in training if a horse is in pain you just cannot pain pain you cannot train pain Let's put it that way. So, um, and you know, that's the hardest thing about having a barrel horse because it can be a multiple of things from bleeding lungs, stomach ulcers, unbalanced hooves, a sharp tooth. It could be uh, joint soreness, front feet, hocks, back, stifle, hip, neck. You know, it could be chiropractic, it could be a knot in a muscle, it could be something that requires a vet to tell you that, hey, you've got something going on in this hawk, or something going on in this ankle, or your tendons and ligaments are not looking too good, or it's, it can be a pretty in-depth process, and that's why you have to realize the people that are running at the top level, they're spending a lot of time and money with their vets to keep their horses going, and you know, if you're just a a jackpotter once a month, your maintenance fees probably won't be as high unless your horse is really goofing off in the pasture during the week or something. But it's definitely if you're hauling to super shows or rodeos and you're going two or three events, you know, two or three times a month, you're going to need to see the vet more often. You're going to need to see your maintenance people more often. So just rule out pain. The next thing you want to do is Take a look at your videos and your photos from that weekend. See if it was a rider cue, or maybe your horse was not listening. Maybe it was a position situation where they were just not in the right spot. Maybe it was a timing thing. So you really need to evaluate that with yourself or your coach and slow motion videos for me is the best way to help my team. And looking at photos can help a lot too because you can see some things that's hard to catch on a video. Uh, Maybe, you know, a position or a rider cue, something like that. And um, the next thing would be to check your basics. So 
you want to see that horse is hitting a barrel will they give you perfect circles can you do circles around a barrel without them cutting you off and they'll let you guide their nose and pick up their shoulder and soften that rib and ride that hind quarters to each quarter turn on the same tracks without being scotchy or anticipating um, is the rider riding with <laughs> low and even hands looking between her horse's ears and riding square to each quarter turn, not down the horse's neck and causing a horse to drop in on their front end. Does your horse have nice bend? Are you able to get their nose and, and move their shoulder and hip around? You really just need to go back to basics. Did you lose your brakes? Is your horse doing transitions and loose rein woes? Can you do spirals, large, medium, and small, down to a barrel and back out without your horse getting super hot or scotchy or stiff or front endy um, or you know again just are they able to do perfect circles so you really need to look at your basics and make sure they're good um, the next thing is a tune-up you know you it depend on what your problem was if you had a rate issue you're going to do things that require the horse to to gather their stride and shorten their stride and and um and maybe spirals or all lefts all rights or something like that d pattern you know if your horse is um is stiff and and dropping in on their front end and cutting your pocket off and hitting barrels then you're going to want to work maybe a single barrel drill where you do a large circle and come down to a small circle and may, make them go to each quarter turn without cutting you off and then back out to the big one again and do that in both directions so you can, um, you know, break it down, but ultimately you want to do the pattern perfect slow. So I would set up the real barrel pattern and I would walk it. And the first time I walk it, I would not cue my horse. I would just look and ride to my spots and use my eyes and body only and let my hands and legs do nothing and see where my horse goes. Does my horse rate down? Does my horse drift into a big pocket or go right into the barrel does my horse turn the barrel on its own by walking the pattern without cueing your horse you can let your horse tell you what they're thinking their job is and then oftentimes it tells us if we're doing too much for our horse maybe you're pulling on them in the turns and doing their job for them instead of them turning the barrels on their own maybe you're just having to help them finish the barrel which means they're not finishing the barrels on their own maybe they drifted to a big pocket or they didn't rate down or they cut you off going in so there you go you know what to work on so by walking the pattern with no cues that really shows you what your horse is thinking if they know their job or not and so then I would go ahead and do things in sets of three max and I would after that walkthrough I would do some post trot sit jogs if I was working on fluid transitions if I was working on rate I would probably trot up there stop and back up a couple steps where the tracks cross and then walk around the barrel and um, if I was and I would do three sets depend on what I'm working on transitions or rate or I'd mix it up um, I'd also if I needed to I do two maybe two three tops lope throughs and make sure that horse is paying attention and going where I ask them and staying calm now if they were perfect on the first one I'm gonna pet them and just walk them through and be done so again three is your max but if they're perfect the first time move on if it takes two and they're perfect that's fine too just really stop pet them praise them and move on so always finish the pattern at a walk always start it at a walk and always be perfect 
ride at a walk exactly how you would ride at a run. Same position, same cues, same timing, everything. You know, obviously your turn cue is going to become a shaping cue because you're walking and not running, but you're still going to ride to your arc. Look at your spot one, two, and three. You're going to keep your line straight, go into your pocket, sitting for your rate, shaping for your your spots around the barrel and all of that. So that's really important as well. Um, so then you need to try to evaluate your um, your preparation the week before that barrel race. Did you ride enough? Did you tune enough? Did you do it the right way for your horse? Um, what's your horse's diet? Is it getting them too hot or too flat? Um, maybe you fed them too much before you ran you know, um, how did you warm up? Did you do the right warm up for your horse? You know, did you keep them calm and quiet or did you, did you, um, lose your barrel race before you ever went down the alleyway because they got too hot and washed out? Um, maybe going down the alleyway, you kept them too calm and didn't get enough fire or they were too hot and didn't pay attention and, and didn't have a good first barrel. Um, maybe they just didn't handle the ground in that arena. Maybe it was the first time at that arena and it was just a situation that was a tough setup. So you just need to, to master that arena. That can happen too. Um, so the next thing you need to do is set a goal to fix one thing at your next barrel race. So tune up that week, you know, after you know that it's not lameness, if it's lameness or something's wrong, give the horse time off and get it fixed. If you give that horse two weeks to heal, maybe they have a swollen ankle. It's better to take two weeks to heal than have four months of struggles or possible hurting them worse where they're sidelined for six months or, or longer if it's a bad tendon going or a ligament. Um, so that's really important. Um, set a goal. Set a goal to fix one thing. So if you know they're okay and you tuned on them for that week and you go to your next barrel race, have that one goal in mind. If it's just raiding your first barrel, keeping them calm and focused, then that's a win. If it's giving them enough room going into second and keeping your hands forward and keeping them moving, spot one, two, and three, that's a win. You know, if it's not slicing or blowing out wide of your third barrel, that's a win. So whatever it is, um, just set yourself a goal. And it doesn't have to be to win the barrel race or beat your last time there or anything like that. It just needs to be to fix that one thing. And if you do, that's a win. Okay. The other thing is a lot of people don't know how to tune a horse or they don't want to tune a horse. They don't have the time to tune their horse. So they send it to the trainer to tune it. That's fine, but you better get a lesson with your horse because it doesn't matter if the trainer can ride your horse well. If you plan to compete on your horse again and not pay a trainer to compete on your horse forever, you need to be able to ride your horse well. So make sure you're getting your lessons too. Let your coach help you with your timing, with your position, with your cues. That's really important as well. So um, I, I know a lot of people don't want to do the training. It's the hard part, but you'll never become the best team with your horse if you don't know how to communicate and team build with them during the week prepping for the competition on the weekend. So, and that's, that's part of the journey. That's part of the, the relationship built with your horse. And you really need to learn to enjoy that part if you don't already, because it's just a huge part of the success. You know, that relationship, that trust that you have in your horse and your horse has in you and knowing each other like the back of your hand. It really is all about teamwork when it comes down to barrel racing. 
So my final thought is really evaluate, is it you, your cues? Is it your mental game? Maybe you're just mentally um, not, you know, having your toughest mental game. Maybe you're thinking negative thoughts, you know, I'm going to hit a barrel or I'm going to go buy a barrel or my horse is going to warm up crazy or, you know, I'm not going to do good or, you know, maybe you're thinking all these negative thoughts and you really can't do that. You have to believe in your heart that you're capable. You have to pray to God that, hey, this is what I want this year. I want to win the you know, I want to have a 1D, 2D solid horse, or, you know, I want to win the 3D championship this year, or, you know, the 4D championship this year. I want to have a relationship where my horse and I have clean, consistent runs every time. I believe in myself. I believe in my horse. And literally do a 60-second sprint every single day of positive imaging and positive words about you and your horse, (coughs) excuse me, you and your horse and your competition together. So that's really important as well. Your mental game is everything. If you're thinking negative thoughts, you won't be as successful as a person who is thinking positive thoughts, who has their, they, they are excited about their run. They're not nervous. They know that if they communicate with their horse well, they're going to have a great run. If they do their job, the horse is going to do their job. They visualize every part of their run before their run. After they pay up their entry fees, they look where the barrels are going to be staked at. They look where the timers are going to be. They look at the ground conditions, the arena setup, And then as they're warming up their horse, they're visualizing every part of their horse from when they go down the alleyway, <coughs> excuse me, to riding to spot one, two, and three around each barrel, every barrel, first barrel, second barrel, third barrel, and running home. You have to know that your horse and you are in sync for the entire run. You can't just focus on one barrel. You have to see the entire run. You have to see yourself riding to your spots, being smooth, having straight lines, great turns, and just a smooth, fast run. And then you clear that out of your mind. You take some deep breaths. You go ahead and head up to the arena to make your run. When they call your name, you just reach down, pet that horse and exhale, and then casually start walking to that alleyway. I like to ride one-handed to the alleyway. When I take and go to two hands, my horses know it's time. And I sit, kind of sit back or sit in the middle of my horse as I creep down the alleyway. And as soon as I get my spot picked and I'm a, I feel my horse is focused on me, I give them that go cue. And then I just be in the moment from that point on. I've cleared my mind. I've thought of one or two things as I was approaching that alleyway. And for me, it was always get to my spots, ride to my arc and spot one, spot two. And if I did that, I knew everything else would be fine. If I could get my horses to spot one and two, I knew they finished the turns on their own and snap out. So I didn't overthink it. Um, You know, if some people need to think about sitting and saying, whoa, or some people need to think about riding two hands and and using their legs and whatever your two things are focus on that and then everything will come together you just don't want to think about too many things because then you get behind your horse you get mechanical and your subconscious is expecting to do the things that you were thinking and sometimes that's not the right thing in the run so you have to be in the moment because what's not going to change 
is you're not, you know, your pattern's not going to change. You're going to have one right, two lefts, or one left, two rights, and you're going to ride to the same spots every time. But what will change is your horse's timing for you. Maybe they fire really hard that day. Maybe they don't. Maybe they need to be pushed a little more. Maybe, um, you know, you need to help them a little bit more. So you just have to be in the moment when you're running. But the most important thing for you is to do your job. And for me, it was always riding to my spots. If I rode to my spots, everything else I did off muscle memory based on the relationship I built with that horse. So that's my advice for you. And that's how I tune up um, after a bad run. And that's how I highly recommend everyone else tune up after a bad run. So I hope that was helpful. And as always, ride with heart.